So we're back on the Toko Music Podcast. Um, we're here with two of our very good friends. Actually, they're one of the most recurring f- artists that have been featured on Toka. And it's always a pleasure to have you here, guys. Um, so David and Jonas, welcome to Toka again. Thank you. Thanks, man. First, before we start, um, we want to thank our sponsor. So give your musical career a boost with distribution that ensures your music is heard where it matters most. Media Labs Distribution is a Web3 platform for 100% royalty-free music distribution to over 220 music platforms, including Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, and many more, with support for royalty withdrawals internationally, both in fiat currencies and crypto. The platform offers you tons of benefits like maintaining 100% ownership of your distributed songs, priority placements on music streaming services, powerful analytics that help you grow your fan base, and content ID that allows you to claim advertising royalties when your music is used by other creators on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. So please visit medialabs.io slash toka to learn more and receive a free seven-day trial to the most innovative music self-distribution platform. So yeah, welcome again. We're so happy to be here with you guys and... Hello, Neddy. We didn't say hello to you. Hello. Yeah, I was just uh, waiting to you finish your sponsor. Uh, guys, this is, this is yeah, we're, we're very excited to have you. And just like GBS said, uh, Gazi and Jonas together, I feel like this is going to be a double trouble podcast. <laughs> I think it's going to be fun. So yeah. let's, uh, let's enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. It's good to have you. Even though we, we introduce you both, but we always like to ask the guests to introduce themselves. So please go ahead. Okay. Thanks for having us. I, I take the shot. Let's <laughs> uh, Yeah, my name is Jonas Saalbach. I'm a producer, DJ and um, live act. Now focusing more on DJing to represent our label sound, uh, which is Radican. And right now I'm here in Portugal in my remote studio. I'm working here for the next uh, two months, which is very great. Now distraction from the big city life. And uh, yeah, I'm getting a lot of music done here, a lot of label work. And yeah, this is my little naked studio here. I have uh, here since. <laughs> two, two months. Two months, yeah. Uh, I thought it was going to be a shorter, uh, like a small tour, but... Uh... It's good that you're gonna. I figured out. For two months. Yeah, I figured out. Uh, this is the first time I'm doing this remote work kind of thing, and I figured out y- you need a while. You know, you need like one week to arrive, set up everything. Nice. You have all the buffers. Know, you're also time buffers. Yeah, you're also curious about the uh, about the area here. You know, so yeah, two months feels feels very good right now, and um, yeah. Nice. Thank so you. So happy for you. <laughs> um, yeah, I hope you're enjoying it so far. I know you've been there for you've been there for how long so far? Um, I'm now here one and a half weeks. Nice. Um, so basically, it's it's one month on the countryside and one month in Lisbon to get a feeling of both. You know, like how's how's it to to live in a city in Portugal? How is it to live on the countryside in Portugal? I've been to I, Lisbon and Porto. Have you been, yeah. Nadi? No, but I have I have a lot of questions to ask uh, later <laughs> on, <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, about Portugal and uh, yeah, Gazi, uh, why why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, so hi guys, um, I'm Guti, and I've been on Tokyo Music before and uh, met George in, in, in Beirut. I think uh, it's been it's yeah. been a few years already, and. Um, yeah, I'm the second half of Radican and also DJ and producer the myself. Half. The better <laughs> half. That's nice. Too nice of you, man. <laughs> Maybe the, um, I don't know. It depends on what, what, what you need. <laughs> the, be- the better half in, in finances is definitely Jonas. <laughs> you, you complete each other. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, just um, like me and George. So this yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually a, like a double trouble. Who, who's the better? Sense. Who's the better cook of your, uh, on your side? Cook, you guys. I think we're yeah, both like chef. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, we, we, I, I actually don't know that about George, so I, I, I can't uh-huh. answer that. My girlfriend <laughs> is a top cook, 
Um, I learned from her, but I just don't okay, have fashion when it comes to cooking. But I try to learn. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it seems as if you're doing it for her. You know, like uh, <laughs> I don't want to do it, but I have to. Yeah, you just have to because her food is really good. Yeah. Well, can't wait to <laughs> to to. Can't yeah. wait for the invitation. We all can't wait for the invitation. Oh, but <laughs> you guys are always it welcome. Depends. Once you it guys are in Dubai. Wait, wait, why not Paris? So Paris? There's mean. food yeah, on the yeah. table, Nadi. There's Lebanese food uh, on the table here. Cooked, <laughs> fresh. I, yeah. I prefer You're this. Right. I prefer this. Lebanese food? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, <laughs> me too, me too. I'll, I'll Nothing against the... Dubai, then. Hmm. Okay, great. Um, it's, it's great to have you here, guys. Um, thank you for intru- introducing yourselves. So we're going to start right off with um, the story of Radicon. We all want to know the story. Um, um, just, just I, I want to say something. There is this uh, thing we do in Toka where uh, we ask the artist about their names because depending on the culture, your yeah. the pronunciation will change. I remember with uh, Jonas, we used to call him Jonas. <laughs> and then we learned it's with a Y, like uh, how you pronounce it. But Gazi, I didn't know how you pronounce your name. I thought it was Gazi, and now you s- you spelled it in a, you pronounce it in other. Oh way. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean the yeah we can we can what talk about that if you want. Uh, we can talk about it if you want. Um, it's good Gutsi usually. Gutsi. But the okay. but the thing is, I think internationally most of the people say Guzi, so okay. I I don't mind <laughs> uh, however you would pronounce it. Um, yeah, we pronounce we, it Gazi, so it's completely okay. different. But yeah. <laughs> oh well. Okay. Gazi. <laughs> <But I, laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, but I I don't mind if you if we keep it like that in the in the beginning, or we talk about like the pronunciation, whatever you guys feel like. Nah, it's know. just a thing on Toko where we always debate how to pronounce the names because there are some really complicated names that we pronounce completely different than uh how it should be pronounced that's that's why neddy brought it up well yeah no, it's, it's like the same we had, we had the same of koyos one day with jonas and me oh really <laughs> and, and from this day on we just call, yeah and from this day on we call them shosh it's a ger- it's like a really german oh, <laughs> way of saying it. Yeah. well that's how it is what's the most complicated name in the techno scene uh i i would i think we once interviewed uh cellini we thought it would be cellini or Cellini, and it was cellini so yeah no yeah. but i and think I the think, the most complicated yeah. name we've had is i can't even remember the name it was that <laughs> yeah yeah that's how complicated oh yeah yeah ustekex ustekex yeah usten usten sheets Oh, yeah. oh yeah yeah austin kjx or whatever yeah exactly yeah but <laughs> or something yeah. we, i we, never we i never thought about the like, name yeah. yeah 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 another right. another name no one knows is chos or chios you know the yeah, steve for talent the, the oh, funny steve for yeah, talent yeah. guy c-y-o is that it's shots yeah yeah, yeah. Shots. Shots. <laughs> all right and shots so yeah going back to radicon we we want to know the the story behind radicon your label you guys both founded this very awesome label and yeah we just want you to tell us the beginnings how how it started how it's going i know i think you've you're celebrating the 60th release so yeah so please tell us tell us about it um I don't know who will start, but I think the idea of creating a label, I had in mind to make a platform basically for me and friends. And then um, I'm not sure if Gutsi or I Gutsi or I came up with the idea to uh, to get together and, and, and do the label together. Do you remember? I think actually you had this idea in mind and you were like, I think we had a few beers maybe in <laughs> something, <laughs> but you were like, Hey, let's, let's do it together. And There's like, um, 
yeah and then i think then we we agreed on like let's meeting up and having like this these brainstorms and like creating the ideas and what could be how it should look like what it will sound and like all these uh different factors and i think um maybe it was the the poker night i'm not sure about that <laughs> I, I i have to fear in I do remember yeah. that uh, that the time frame from the idea until we actually launched the first release was at least one and a half, two years, something like this. At some point, I felt a bit like, ah, this is the right decision to make a label. If you want to do a label, we need to make it proper, you know, like worrying. Gutsy was not worrying so much, for sure. Um and then when we finally launched it, it was super nice because um, all that ideas came together and, you know, uh, it was just uh, amazing. And um, yeah, how we start was to, I think, first of all, we wanted to have a name, a name and a logo. And Gutsi and me, we come from a small village in the middle of Germany and okay. we, um, we met there like in like, Gutsi still lived there. It was like it's like a small town in, in Marburg, and we went in the forest, and uh, there was like a, a, a source, like with fresh water, like a spring, some, yeah. uh, a spring, oh. yeah, a spring, yeah. We got some uh, some wine, and we had like the fresh water, and we were sitting there like the whole day, and we we're like brainstorming about the name, and then um, first we decided on a super stupid name. <laughs> like, what was friend. the name? What? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, don't I don't remember. I, I, I think I, I think I forgot it. <laughs> it was that yeah, bad. We were traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe oh, you good, maybe man. you can continue the the, the story a little bit, Kutsi. Okay, so I can't remember <laughs> the name that we first had in mind. <laughs> um, but then I don't know, like I don't know, like the the moment where it got in our head. But at some point, we had like this this moment where we were like, okay, I think we're now on something. And then we were like, okay, this is, this could be something because we were like talking about like, what, what is music in general? It's some like kind of language that everybody understands without saying a word, especially in the electronic field. Most of the time when you don't, when you cut out the vocals, it's like a feeling that you transport, uh, through, through sounds. And, um, then we were like, okay, there's this one one language like Esperanto that they try to get into the world where everybody could speak the same language. And this was the idea about es Esperanto. So we um, we were thinking about like creating like a, a a thing with this with this language that nobody speaks anymore or didn't make it, but we liked the idea, and so we we thought about bringing in like words that could be having the same idea as the music. And um, then we came up with like something that makes sense for us um, and its roots, the roots of something. And Radicon means roots in Esperanto. So I don't know, Jonas, nice. do you want to you wanna say something about it? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to... Uh, so Esperanto was, um, was a track where we both grew up with like a German hip hop track Esperanto, and wow. uh, I think this is how, this is how we we know the idea about that language. So it was the idea was like to create a language with different languages. It has a bit of Spanish, has a bit of uh, Russian, whatever, but uh, not so many people speak it at the end. Um, so there was the connection from that track and hip-hop music in general this is like how we met earlier like be before we came into techno music it was like uh 90s rap this is like like we we, we met like I on hip-hop parties in our small hood I, th I think you've mentioned that uh in one of the previous interviews we've had yeah, something regarding hip-hop yeah it's important no, to I us can... and uh you know okay wait wh when and was this actually when uh, this is during the 90s you said no I'm I'm born in '89, but the music is from the '90s. So. <laughs> um, uh, okay, okay. No, but we were like, I think we were like 18 when we oh, met okay, Gutsi cool. and I, and we went like to hip hop jams, and we used to freestyle and stuff like this, you know. 
You guys know but, each other. Um, coming back. I think we know each other for like now. 15 years or something. 15, 16 years now. Nice. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then we and came even, up I think even before you even started producing electronic music, right? Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> it was hip hop back yeah. then. Nice. And okay. uh, yeah, the meaning of roots. Um, so we had then manifested this name basically. And um, then we tried to, okay, what do we connect like with roots? So the roots is basically um, for us in the beginning of running the label was like friendship of the both of us and also uh, the producers that released on Radican. So we started like in a small group like Dahu, Ubik, um, yeah. Tony Casanova. We were like just a group of maybe eight producers and releasing like, you know, just in the inner circle all the time. Nice. We, we've had Tony Casanova as a... And Ubik uh, as well. On a, yes, true on uh, an interview i remember his guest mix was really interesting it's one very, of my favorites very, yeah. yeah very technical i must say <laughs> yeah <laughs> nice and um yeah and this uh this concept of releasing only in our friend circle we we had to change after a while a little bit because you know like people go their own way have their own vision uh tony started a new project where he produced more like slow house um down tempo stuff you know and then we decided okay let's let's open a bit more and now basically we do have like our inner circle like arudo for example is uh, always on radican uh alma and um yeah but we, we have now also uh, a lot of new names like hunter game is releasing the next ep with hold together um, so also like a bit, um, a bit bigger acts and, um, yeah, maybe the roots are like spreading out a bit, you know, just um, like you planned it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think this is part of the, <laughs> part of the name that, uh, gives you like freedom to, uh, to grow. Like yeah. You're not, mm -hmm. you're not stuck in a, in a loop or something, but you can like, um, grow up and like create something that can be can be bigger with each year i think amazing amazing this this takes us to actually the va that you're releasing and we want you guys to just tell us more about that va and um yeah we're, we're premiering guzzi's track tomorrow on the channel i think by the time this podcast comes out the premiere is already out and i think the va as well so yeah, please just tell us more about that and yeah, the journey until, I mean, I think you guys already discussed the journey, but yeah, just, just tell us more about that VA. All right. Um, yeah, I think um, the VA is, is something that is quite special for, for Radical for right now, um, because usually like the VAs that we have, there's uh, this one series where we have like this four track EPs with like mostly newcomers or also some some artists that we already had on Radican. And then we have the Reto that is coming every year with like the the main characters on Radican. And this time we, we were thinking about something like only peak time club orientated like tracks that will function well in the club and not are not like listening tracks or something like that and um i think besides jonas and me there's just new names on the label which is also super interesting for us to bring in some new names that we really really like at the moment that um hit the spot just right for what we were aiming for and we're super happy to have these names with us like there's like new names that few people may have never heard before or just the nerds Please know give them a who they up. are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, B Big Fat, for example, is like crazy. It's like a crazy guy <laughs> that just just showed his like talent in the last year, I think, especially for me. And then there's Unset, which the track, I don't know, like this is crazy, but like this guy sent us and we were like, 
I think at this point where we listened to the track, we agreed in the same, like, we, we looked in our face like, okay, this is it, you know, like, it was, it was, it was a very nice moment. And like, I don't know, Jonas, you can, you can also say something about the, the, the um, thing maybe. Yeah, then um, we have um, Oliver Giacomotto, which was, I think when we started the label, we were like, thinking, okay, let's set up some goals. And I think Oliver Giacomotto was like, okay, if we have Oliver Giacomotto on label, that would be really nice, you know, like an old school guy. And right now he's on uh, cool fire guy. again uh, with his releases. Like <laughs> Everything is just, you know, super playable and uh, sounds, sounds amazing. So I'm happy we could manage to get him. Then we have uh, Julia Kama from New York with her first release. And uh, speaking in tongues that we are also fans of for for a while, and uh, several definitions uh, produced the closing track for the VA, and I hope I didn't forget anyone. But um, yeah, so how good is that? The concept is like to release only uh, peak time music. I think in general right now Radikin is more about releasing. Um, dance floor orientated uh, bangers you know and um, but the the idea to to drop this concept as various artists was actually from a friend of us uh, i used to work with him for for a while and we liked the idea and just worked out the concept and um, what's also new it's the first time that we have the label logo as an artwork I, nice. I can't really say why, but yeah, we had the feeling the, of, okay, you know, let's represent the logo. It's the logo with the red. I've seen the artwork. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. It's, it's very loud. And, and also it's the time where we're going to announce the first events. So we are going to plan some events this year uh, worldwide. Oh, nice. The first one in, in Istanbul in June. And, in June? Uh, another when one exactly? In June. Do you have any? Uh, I think it's of, the, of the 9th. Nine. Okay. 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 If if I if I don't have anything, I can. I'll see if I can go. <laughs> oh yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be an it's gonna be a big one, uh, an open air from from Klein Istanbul. Um, so this nice. this will be like the kickoff, and um, yeah, so we are gonna going to to post the the artwork soon, and it's probably a bit close to the artwork of the various artists. So maybe this nice. is like the start of representing the logo also a little bit. And then we have uh, another event planned in September in Brussels. Nice. And more to yeah, come. and I think also this is like one of the things that we are trying to to achieve right now is to to make more events with Radicon. Um, yeah, because we, we had like this party in um, Istanbul already like last year and this also brought us very much closer to the artists that we worked with. So we had Holt there. And I think this, this fixes the relationship between like artists and the label. Building and, a community. Uh, yeah. And building the community, especially. Yeah. And everything like this, because I mean, also during the pandemic, you, you were so much away from each one that's from the scene and now you can like uh, merge it together again. So why don't do it with like events and having a good time? Because like usually the people that we work with on Radicon are either friends or people that we really like and we see there's like a connection that we can work with together. If there wouldn't be a, like a connection on a human level, we wouldn't even work with people no matter how good the tracks are. So um, I think to have like a party where you can like even meet before or after the party to have some time together is like very important for us. Like usually we take time for the decisions that we're making. Like if it's like signing tracks, if it's like um, what's the name of the, the brand that we are building, how is the logo going to look like or doing an event. Um, we just want to do it when we know it's ready and it's going to be something that is worth uh, for us to share to the people and don't want to disappoint us or others. And this is why I think it's sometimes wise to wait a little bit with with bigger decisions that to make. Like, 
Yeah, I agree to that. And and we also, you know, every Instagram post we do, we speak about in the team. We have like one more uh one more guy is working close with Radikin. We have uh Daniel who's doing like um the animation and the artworks. You know, we have Sasa doing the mastering, so we are like a a team of five, six people and everything is planned, you know. And I think Smoothly. also what, what Gutsi said, to, to build it like slowly, but most important is to work like constantly with discipline, you know. Yeah, consistency like, is yeah. very important. The, yeah, consistency. Don't like do a break for two months, you know. We wouldn't do that. We um we just plan ahead everything and... um that works for us right now. For example, we have releases, artwork, mastering, and copywriting ready until July already. You know, like the next six releases Congrats. are completely in the folder. Oh, amazing. But we had to learn this. We had to learn this also, you know, like the first two years was always like, oh, okay, tomorrow release, what are we going to post, you know? First and now three years for Toko was a insane learning process. We had times where yeah. we were very silent and very like, stressed about that silence i think nadi can can give his his point of view i would like to see nadi's point of view well, i i still believe we're we're still learning yeah. but uh even maybe in your case uh, guys and i think this is why uh the this is why it works as long as you're learning new things as long as this uh, discipline and consistency or oh shit <laughs> consistency okay, <laughs> yeah, as, uh, bloopers. As First DJ name. <laughs> that should clap here, clap like ten times. But uh, yeah, w actually, when when did I start? And you started in two thousand, end of two thousand eighteen. It was a year yeah. and a half after I started the whole thing. It was a couple of months after I started the website. The first interview we had after you joined was Jonas. Really? Mm. Okay. Yep. <laughs> All right. That was a long time cool. ago. <laughs> this takes us actually to our next question. Yeah. Um, it's about the, the, the video, the short video we shot uh, with you, Jonas, for your hangar. Jibas uh, uh, talked about it a few minutes ago. Um, when when was the last time you and, and Goodzi visited lebanon the beirut scene do you do you guys remember? the last time together was 2019 i guess okay and so we yeah all right but we before, saw uh, before we saw more of the country than we expected yeah before covid yeah yeah for sure yeah 2018 we um that was a long time ago. from from after party to after party and just follow the <laughs> flow of Lebanon, <laughs> Lebanon <Yeah>. party scene, <laughs> something we, we will not forget. And uh, what, what was amazing, I played a show and then this night we met a couple that bring us to a party. We met more people there and with, I would say four or five, we are still in contact after six years, you know, wow. Wow. Um, yeah. people there are so, so welcoming and uh and yes. i mean it honestly you know and uh always when we are uh, back in lebanon um we try to meet up you know and yeah that's amazing that's cool that's cool six years my god mm -hmm. yeah and i yeah. think maybe maybe you forgot jonas but i think actually like the first radican showcase without calling it a radican showcase also happened in lebanon it was at uh, B018 with Dahu together. Oh, yeah, oh. I remember that show. That was, that I was, uh, there, I remember it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was, right, uh, like, this was another, yeah. There was, uh, after that, what you, you said. Christmas. We, it was about, yeah, about was, Christmas. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas, yeah. When are you coming to Dubai? For, 14th July. of July. Yeah. Okay. I'll be Hopefully, there. I'll be there with you guys. I hope. But, uh, no, I think he's see. talking about BO18 Dubai, not yeah. Beirut, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm saying I'll I'll visit Dubai and party. Oh, I, I I would Nadi. That's the first time you actually give me hope that you're gonna visit Dubai. <laughs> 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 I'm nice. giving hope for everyone. Yeah, let's let's see how it goes. Amazing. Are you, Gazi, are you coming as well? 
Um, I don't know yet. I, it's the first time I hear about that too. <laughs> so, <laughs> what? So I don't. Yeah, I don't oh. know. I I mean, I haven't seen Jonas for like two weeks or something, and oh, that's uh, sad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's, he's I don't know what, when this. He's just yeah, uh, he's, he's in Portugal enjoying it. So let's just uh, leave I, him alone, I, you know. I invited him to come on Saturday. You know, just pay it from the company. But uh, he doesn't want to come. He doesn't want to come. Well, girls, let's let's um, let's pay the the flight to Dubai. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you have a talk after our podcast. Fuck, it's gonna be a long, long one. Why didn't you tell me about it? <laughs> this is how it goes when you've been friends for you said sixteen years. Almost, yeah, something yeah. like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a, it's like a like, marriage. Like siblings. <laughs> marriage. Or marriage, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're, you're marrying your sibling. I don't know, like, it sounds, it sounds wrong. Marriage, <laughs> marriage with less fights, you know. <laughs> less okay, fights. That's good. Indeed. Indeed. And no sex. Oh, but this is usual for <laughs> marriage, right? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> you mean in the marriage or in our relationship? I think it's the same amount of sex. <laughs> uh, okay. Actually, did you, did you, why, why did you decide to go to Portugal to have this uh, escape from the city and everything? I don't think we asked that question. I live in uh, Berlin for 12 years now. And um, I think the only thing that holds me right now are my friends um because you know i don't go clubbing anymore like i used to like 10 years ago it's still it's still amazing you know but uh in portugal you have just way more sunshine i mean you live in dubai i don't tell you about how important like about the sun, sunshine I'm but bored of the sun <laughs> yes yeah. but if you're in germany you know um the winter is super long and it doesn't stop so this is uh this is why i wanted to go uh to a more sunny place and like in COVID, uh, i did this already for two months in uh spain on the canary islands wow. and i was there i figured COVID. out how it was I, I was there during COVID. i was in marbella uh, you were... in spain yeah ah, okay yeah. yeah so then i i could figure out um it's super easy to rent the place in Berlin because everyone is looking for places, you know. So we, we rent out like their apartment there. And then uh, if you rent something else, then you're on a break even. So it's not even a financial investment. It's just like changing the flat for a while. And this concept works for me in Portugal. I was never here. And um, yeah, I just want to see Europe, you know. Um, I also want to check out if, 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 if there are places where I could imagine to live for a while. Por Portugal is on my list, actually. I've never visited Portugal. But, I love uh, Portugal. I love but, it. But uh, speaking of the people there, I think they're very close to our, uh, to us Lebanese people. We, we yep. click a lot. I've met Portuguese people. They're like okay. us. And I've heard a lot of good things about Portugal and Portuguese people. I should visit it soon and maybe decide if I will live there someday. So Portuguese you know people also after party for three nights? <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I don't think so. I don't <laughs> He's over 30 I now. So. <laughs> yeah. No, but you know, I was actually going to talk about the scene here in Paris. I'm not, I'm not, not partying at all. It's uh, a lot of, has changed since I moved to Paris. Uh, it's mm -hmm. uh, it's not the same as Lebanon or other when countries. When did you move to Paris? Uh, like a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. It's just different. So I I just don't feel safe there in the clubs, not uh, in Paris in general. It's well, different, that's interesting. It's, uh, yeah, maybe someday we 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 can talk about it, but it's different. Like you go there, I... you feel yes. Uh, I, I, w I wanted to ask a question. Uh, did it change after COVID? And also, how did the scene change in Lebanon after COVID? Wow, a lot. That, 
Wow, you're the one doing the interview. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know how. Okay, in Paris, like a year and a half ago, uh, I don't think it has anything to do with COVID. We'll talk about Lebanon after that. But in Paris, uh, there's only one club I go to. It's called Cabaret Sauvage. It's the best. Uh, but other than that, the crowd, man, is just uh, they don't go for the music. They really don't go to for the music. They go for something else. And that's something else. Maybe sometimes you would want that, but not all the time. And for me personally, when I go clubbing, I go only for the purpose of the music. And you feel like the people around you are not on the same level. Connected. And yeah, and you feel like they push you to do things you don't want to do. They're very touchy. They're very aggressive. They're... I don't know, just just in the club scene, I mean, but not general uh, French people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and as for Lebanon, uh, maybe George can answer your yeah. question. Yeah, I mean, after COVID, I'll try to make this as brief as possible to, possible to just go through everything that we have. But yeah, after COVID, as you guys know, um, I mean, before COVID, we had the revolution and then the massive explosion happened. So... It shook a lot of clubs. The garden got dismantled. Um had to be rebuilt mm. after like two years. They've reopened last year. The Grand Factory reopened also this year. So there was a lo there was a phase where people just wanted to just disconnect. So I feel like the the scene in Lebanon has become more and more of a disconnect for people, like stress relief. So. This comes, it's a double-edged sword for people, I say, you know. Um, but I still believe that the Beirut scene has the, the, the best crowd for me. Um, I mean, I've been, I've DJed also all over Europe um, and, and in Dubai as well. There's nothing like a Beirut crowd. I still say that today. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel it got, it's, uh, it's gotten saturated a bit, uh, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. I it think did. it's... Uh, yeah. It's the same lineup every year, the same uh, DJs or producers. You don't feel like uh, you're listening to new music, rising talent or... That's why we want Radicon to be more and more involved. In the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the roots. No. Yeah, I, I would lo I'd love to go back for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for me, the last time in, in Beirut, it's been a while now, and I've been there um, because I should have performed... Um, during the revolution, but they cut down the party because of security reasons. And I had the flight, so I was like, okay, I still go there. And uh, first of all, see the country because I was there like seven times before or something. But I always went to the club, went to sleep at some point, and then uh, went back. And then I had like the chance to, to see some countryside and everything, uh, which was also like a like a two two sides metal but um yeah first the party was not happening but for like a good reason in my in my opinion that people went out on the streets fight, fight for something for the country yeah. and also yeah. that way i could have seen like the cultural side of where i really like to party and i went to the cedar forest and to some some ancient places and uh, it was cool. it was yeah it was super nice to also have this opportunity but on the other side it was strange to know that it's unsecure in the streets of beirut that when i wanted to go to an atm that there was no money coming out and stuff like this so i i, I saw like wow. the tension of <laughs> of the country with my very own and um yeah it was strange a, it was a it mixed was a big, feeling uh, for, it was a pivotal yeah. point 2019 yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was, but it was interesting, like, mm. to to see it. There's actually some some tension in the in the country, like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this this takes us to a very important topic, which is um, like, regarding the ups and downs of an artist, and we would love to know how you guys manage. Um, like, what's one habit, let's say, that. Jonas and Guzzi have to like manage the up and downs because I mean with with this with music with with 
passion for music with the careers that you guys have there's definitely a lot of ups and definitely a lot of downs so how do you guys manage that maybe we could go with Jonas first um career wise or personal wise i'd love to know one habit for the career that you always try to take and one habit for your personal life as well no I, actually it's a stupid question of mine because i just realized that it's so connected together <laughs> like my personal life and my career is basically the same you know yeah um, nice because we do i think we do you know label world thinking about career music talking about music like always um also with my fiance i talk a lot about music and career she's she also started to dj and she knows all the names you know she knows the melodic techno charts it's it's uh, even at home we are like talking about it all the time uh, which is great for me i love it and when i have a downer i think for me um sounds cheesy but yoga is very helpful um because i i do a lot of sports especially since a couple of years more and more um because it helps me like with anxiety and stress and and, and negativity and all of that but i feel especially yoga is very helpful to get the positive energy out of me um i actually feel the feeling after a yoga session if this would be my normal state of mind then i would have a very very happy life um, without yeah, the yoga as a yeah like if, if this is just because it, <laughs> it does it does something it, it does something yeah. i can't really explain but it opens it opens and um it opens a lot of positivity so this is something i really do um also if it sounds like um the perfect instagram post to talk about this stuff but uh, that's the truth and also i think for me it's super important to hang out with my close friends and talk so i i we, i think we talk a lot about you know friendship and relationships i'm not a person like holding my problems for me i always need to share and that's helpful yeah i have a small comment on this i was just ha i just had a call with nadi a couple of days ago where we were catching up and i told him something like when you need help seek help from your closest friends it just a simple conversation can really help you and i've i've been trying to even do that more and more and it's been one of my therapeutic things yeah please it's, uh, it's true and uh, i don't think it's a cheesy way to manage your anxiety and your stress i would also suggest sounds breathing cheesy. i don't know if you do <laughs> sounds but isn't yes isn't uh, breathing exercises are very important as well Maybe i think I'll it's a part of yoga cool as well no there are a lot of correlation yeah. between yoga and breathing yeah but breathing you're like uh, you're stable and you're mm. just focusing on the breathing and uh yeah um also one thing and i think george and i would agree on this is we stop drinking coffee yes uh, i know it's very hard to do i don't know guys you guys if you drink a lot of coffee <laughs> i can share <laughs> an experience <laughs> right now i can share an experience right now yeah. So when we, uh, me and my fiance, when we came to Portugal, she stopped drinking coffee and the first week was super hot. You know, it is yeah. like bad headache, uh, super tired. And I, I also changed a bit to, I drink now only one coffee a day and only in the afternoon. So I start my day, not like with the, <sighs> you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I start with black tea. That's still a bit pushing, but in a different way. And yeah, I also okay. feel like as older I get, as more sensitive my my body yeah. is, and and if I drink coffee, uh, I can feel it immediately. So uh, I understand that uh, point. Yeah. I just it, it dropped really. Uh, I used to drink one coffee per day, and now I stop. I drink tea, and it helps a lot. So. Yeah, I know it's yeah. hard for some At Radican, you drink four. <laughs> At Radican office, you drink four. Five. <laughs> really? Good Five. Yeah. I, I'm really addicted right now. I, I drink a oh. lot of coffee at the moment. Like, I don't know. It triggers anxiety a lot. I, oh. I was like, I don't know. Like, I have my, my times where I drink a little less, a little bit more. 
but right now, I don't know, I just moved into a new flat. I have a new roommate, Yupik. I think you might know him. Yeah. And um, congrats. If yeah, thanks. But if I wake up, he's he's awake before me, and he always puts in the coffee machine, and there's a ready coffee when I wake up. So um, this is how I start my day. Right, so you have the times. smell and everything. Uh, yeah, yeah, you hear the coffee grinder. What about first, decaf? Like, um, no. Then I drink tea. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, like, I, decaf? I, no I think I, I, don't, I, I don't mind. The... I love decaf. It, it, this I, is tell the... you, I tell you something. I tell you something. I met Kutsi a couple of times decaf. He didn't know. He didn't realize. No, Just you, can't, test, you, can't, you, know? you can't taste it's, it's it. You can't taste it. You can't do this to your friend, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. But that's a good idea, actually. But you should have told them, you know. Like there's no coffee in this. It's a test. Caffeine. He was testing Guzzi, you know, I, and it worked. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so decaf from what now about on. You, uh, Maybe. What about you, Kutsi? What about your ways to cope with uh, the ups and downs? Yeah, I think, I don't know why, but I don't have so many downs regarding like music stuff so far. Okay, so I always, you're good. I always think like there's still time, you know. There's time to grow, there's time to to make the, the steps that are need to be done, even though I want to force myself to 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 get to where I want to go. But I, I don't want to rush it, you know, like also we, we mentioned it before, making decisions, making this, making that. Also, it's career wise, because maybe it's more healthy to to go in with a more relaxed vibe. But in case I feel like, oh, this is not cool, this is not working or something like this. For me, it's all, uh, it's all in yoga, your mind. Yeah, you, but also yoga okay. is my is my kitchen. Then I go and cook some 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 shit and like <laughs> cut or cut, cut some vegetables or something like this. This, this relaxing me and then I can get like my mind focusing nice. on something else and get it get it free. And then okay. also I'm creating something, but it's not relevant for someone else than just for me, uh, or I share it with some friends or something like this. But yeah, so yeah, staying it's, productive. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like doing something with the hands and like, you know, and then, then I, my mind resets a little bit and then I can go in with some new thought, thoughts yeah. to to the topic. And sometimes it's Cause really Because you're, you're only you're only focusing on the, this task that you were, you're doing, either whether yeah. you're producing music or you're doing the dishes, you're only focusing yeah. on that and you forget everything that's uh, bothering you. Exactly. I like yeah, it. Yeah, but this... But it's the same that Jonas said. Um, I think I don't know how many WhatsApp messages we share each day thinking about stuff that is related to the music career by ourselves, the label, mm. or what other artists are doing that we might want to have working with us or worked with us before. And we're checking on everything and discussing about uh, things, decisions, what could be the next things we want to do? What have we done in the past? How the, does it work? Uh, how does it um, affect us? And how can we change things to, to make it even better for, for the artists that we work with, but also for the label and for ourselves at the end? So there's always so much stuff in our head that we want to do that the day couldn't be long enough to to get things done yeah. sometimes yeah so you have to you have to get this like even if it's yoga if it's sports if it's whatever it is but you need these moments where you can like shut down your brain and like not don't think about these things and do something completely else i think it's very important for for i think everyone and even if it's not music but anything yeah. else true Nice. Amazing. Um, one, uh, one other question from our new 14 facts, which they were actually picked by our readers. We did a small survey, so that's shout out to them. Um, who influenced you the <laughs> most in your music career and who influenced you the most in your personal life to just grow? Okay, I, I think I, I want to start this time. Go, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> because most likely, like the music part, 
is definitely sitting right now with us and it's Jonas. It started with hip hop nice. music that we like shared thoughts and everything. <laughs> but also it's his fault that I got into electronic music production <laughs> and and DJing. So you can thank him for another uh, electronic DJ and producer out there that is like <laughs> nice. Uh, He's spreading this, the music. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. And I also want to thank him for that for sure. Um, and like the <laughs> the person that cooked me something nice. Me. <laughs> and the the person, I mean, I. If I think about it more and more and more, it's most likely my parents, but also my close friends, like people from the scene, people that are not so much in the scene, but I um, I'm in touch with and I couldn't even name one person in yeah. particular, but it's like the inner circle of friends that influences me the most. And I think I have like really, if I count it down to, to the close friends, I have really the best friends that I can imagine. So they're always That's there. Amazing. They're always inspiring. They're always having cool ideas. They're helpful when, when you need them. And uh, this this gives me energy and this gives me power. And there's also nice. like Jonas being part of this uh, section as well, of course. <laughs> Shout out to everyone you mentioned. That was nice. That was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful indeed. Yeah. Nothing more to say. Nice. He so so Guzzi is the one the who picture. influenced you as well? Um, for sure. And uh, especially his uh, positiveness. I'm I'm the negative part of Redican and he's the positive part of Redican. And I think <laughs> the better this half, right? is merging together because you know he's like Yeah, this is you know, this is great, uh whatever. And I'm like, ah, I don't know, you know, I think it sucks. And then we just meet in the middle, you know, and um this is a perfect uh, fusion of the both of us. It's not like that I'm a super negative person, but <laughs> I uh I'm, you know, I'm more like, ah, you know, I didn't get enough bookings. The release was not charting on Beatport as I, I wanted to, to, to have it. Stuff like this. Guzzy pops a beer um, and gives it to you. He's like, come on, man. Cheer up. Yeah, that's more it. Support. You understand our language. Esperanto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but this, uh, it's, it's very helpful to call him and he calms me down because at the end, uh, as you said, it's uh, all in our mind and some things you can't change anyway. So, um, basically, um, yeah, it's about, but I, I've got better in this, you know, I, I have a way more positive mindsets, uh, also that I'm just started to, to read about how the mind works, read about yoga, meditation and stuff like this. There is a lot to, to explore. And that uh, really helped me, honestly. And maybe I can answer another question from the 14 questions, yes. which was, which was one person you would dream to have a coffee with. And I was just thinking about, and I think it's, nice. it's Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle wrote uh, the book, The Power of Now. And oh, yeah. um, like a couple of years ago, let's say five, four, five years ago, I was, uh, I think I was a bit depressed and I was dealing like with too many negative thoughts. And then I was just like Googling, like, okay, maybe I should read about it, whatever, you know? And then I found the power of now and read it um, over a half year, I would say. And honestly, for me, it was game changing. I could like understand my negative thoughts way better and um, reflect them. And then always when they came, I, I was like, you know, creating them and they were like going away and, and, and kind of and I could focus on the on the present a bit more. And uh, so with Eckhart Tolle, I would love to have a coffee. I'm sure he drinks decaf. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love yeah, that I think... you you brought back this question today. It's like it's like you've done your yeah. homework, you know. You've yeah. Been... First, I was like, I don't know anyone with a beer when I have a coffee, and I was like, oh, because I was watching some videos the last days, and it's always funny to watch his videos. It's it's one of my uh, favorite questions that we have 
It's so interesting. Nadi, do you want <laughs> to take it to our final question? Last but not least. Uh, yeah, we, we, we'd, we'd like to know what's uh, your upcoming releases, your plans for this year. So if you can share that with us. Um, yeah, so um, this year I think it's going to be super exciting for, for Radicon because um, we have a lot of nice upcoming things that I can't wait to, to share with. But I think a few of those I can I can tell. Like we have um, the Nocta, uh, various artists, of course, where we talked about. But there's also some new artists coming. It's Aiken, which uh, I think is super interesting for Radican. Um, we have Sasha Primas doing a remix for, for his EP, who had this, his own EP already. And then there's a Brigado crew coming with Affect. And I did a remix, which will be out in the next month. And then we have Halt and Hunter game with a two track nice. EP, which is super nice. And I was really happy when we signed these, these two tracks, because Hunter game for me is like a living legend who is like not even old. <laughs> But uh, I think since I can think about like the electronic music, the like Hunter game is like one of the names that always popped out and was uh, like the guarantee for quality. So, so super happy about that. And I don't know, Jonas, if you want to share some, some upcoming things that I think we talked yeah, about. Yeah, I had the same with so. Hunter game. We were, yeah. we hang out with Hunter game and we came to his gig in Watergate before we, we were like at a friend's place. And then he told me his age and I was like, what the fuck? This guy is in the same age as us. And I know him for, I feel like my whole life, you know, but it was nice. You know, we hang out, we had a good time. And the day after he wrote us like, now we are, now we are officially friends, you know, <laughs> I think this is, uh, this is what makes Radican special. It's a, it's a, we are very close. Uh, yeah. Then we have 9026 coming with an EP and I, um, have a single coming up with Korolova in May. I think that's planned. And then for sure, we're going to bring back some of our, uh, all-time favorites like Dahu, Arude, we really need to, if, if Arude, if, if you listen to this podcast, please send some new stuff because we, we need new music. And, yes. um, Alma is coming back. Alma, the most underrated artists. Um, they are crazy good producers. Um, yeah, I you think so. so many we are plans. Yeah. So What many I love plans. about so this. Plans. What I love I about know. this is that throughout this podcast, we've mentioned so many different artists that are so <laughs> talented. I, I just love this because it's it's nice Where to, to just start? shout them out. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> shout to all, shout out to all of them. Yeah, yeah. sorry, yeah. and to everyone that we missed and like has released <laughs> already on Radican. Um, yeah, thank you, thank you guys so much. Yeah, yeah, we no, can uh, listen to it. Yeah, Jonas. I know. I just wanted to say. I think in the summer, because right now we have like a tight schedule of every two weeks, which is great. But uh, I think after that, we're gonna slow down a little bit and maybe do a release every three or four weeks and focusing more on the event side. That's not so, bad at all. Every three, four yeah, weeks. Yeah, it's, it's, it's time to shift a little bit. Nice. All right. <laughs> you, you seem very excited, both of you. I, I, I can see it on your faces. Like when we no, talk we are, about we are those for releases. sure. Yeah. All in. Amazing. Always can't all wait. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much, guys. It was a really very, very nice hour. Um, I hope you hope you both enjoyed it. And it's always a pleasure to have you. If you guys have any last words, where could people follow you on socials, anywhere? Please go ahead. Um just going through my notes thank you so much for having us <laughs> uh yeah follow on socials of course follow on socials uh come to our parties um that would be nice and um ask good see if he can cook something for you he's an amazing chef <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think after after we got everything settled with the label and the, the events 
maybe I do a special cooking night at ADE one day where <laughs> like everybody it. can come. Let's <laughs> do it. Or in Dubai yes, when we nice. meet. Radical cuisine. It's gonna be vegetarian. We we both don't eat meat, so on all It's fine. Veg. It's all fine. Right. <laughs> we're, we're with you on this one. It makes it Why a not? bigger challenge. Us. Not for us. We eat shawarma every day. <laughs> not for us. Shawarma. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you also very much from my side. It's always a pleasure to work with you guys. And um, as the owners mentioned, come Ooh. to the parties and have a good time with us. Definitely. And yeah. If you want, send us feedback on, on whatever we are doing. We'll do. We're taking it seriously. And, we we um, really can't wait yeah, to see you thanks. guys to meet face to face and just enjoy enjoy the, our time together i'm excited yes. to see likewise you. likewise really soon thank awesome. you for this, dubai guys. it was great <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> dubai paris lebanon wherever you want <laughs> let's just meet awesome thank, thank you, you so much again um for everyone that's listening make sure to go to www.tokamusic.com for all the latest um, when it comes to Toka, make sure to follow Jonas and Guzzi, Jonas Salbach and Guzzi Music, um, and Radicon, of course. And yeah, thanks. Ciao. Thank you. It was a pleasure.